Mandi brande yava masaya vazi andis keyado. Malvi pande aspaya dada rus lizaya kraskavadi andes ayaba. Li brande yabao masa vraski apa de ados lizaya andiada. Maskaya vazi indiado. Masaya andiaba. Masaya zandeya praskavazi andisayadosha. Father, we bless your holy name. We lift your name above every other name. We exalt your holy name. We lift your name on high. We bow before your throne. We worship at your feet. We bless your holy name. Oh God, we magnify your name. If we are here in your presence again to bless your holy name, then it's by your grace and your mercies. Because we know and we understand, oh God, that is not everyone that has had this opportunity to come and fellowship in your presence. We went to bed with so many people, but it's not everyone that was able to see the brand new day that you Lord has given us. So if we are here till this evening, then it's by your grace and your mercies. And there is no reason we would say we will not give you thanks. If if we are here this evening, it's by your grace. It is it's not by our beauty, it's not by the fact that we are worshipping you no but it is by your grace it's your grace that has brought us this far you made us understand in your word that your grace is sufficient for us so it is by your grace that is why we are here what we are seeing this evening is that we bless you we worship you we lift your name on high we exalt your holy name master jesus we bless you we worship you as we have come to listen to your word we ask your holy spirit oh god to speak to us that may we not just be listeners of your word but let us be doers of your word and let your word find root in us and find expressions in our lives we bless you and we glorify your holy name this session will be a part and parcel of us in jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving amen um, yes, we we bless God for a fruitful um, day. We thank Him for giving us another opportunity in His presence to worship with Him. That He did not look upon our sins, but then He has granted us a new day to cause changes, to make things change, a new day to live right with Him. So if we have had that opportunity, then we we have to worship we have to bless him so um this evening the message is simple the the message this evening is very simple very simple and the title of this message is the death in the mundane death in the mundane or in in other words um death in earthly things death in earthly things yes death in mundane death in the mundane or death in earthly things that is the title of the message for today and i'm I'm believing and trusting god that by the end of this session we, we would come to understand the meaning of the topic death in mundane so um when we talk about mundane when we talk about mundane 
what it simply means is earthly things okay and we talk about mundane what it simply means is earthly things now when i say death in man in the mundane or death in the earthly things i don't mean to say that earthly things will lead you to death no that is not what i'm saying the bible makes us understand that god created the heavens and the earth okay he created the heavens and the earth that man may seek dominion of the earth okay he created the heavens and the earth and man should take complete charge or dominion or in other words he he placed man in the earth so that man becomes a steward of the earth okay man becomes a steward of the earth understand so it does not mean that um earthly things will lead you to destruction because god created them he created all these things that we have in the earth for our fulfillment on the earth if it was not good for man he wouldn't have created it you understand so he created earthly things for the good of man okay he created earthly things for the good of man for the fulfillment of man for man to take dominion and for man to serve as a steward to all these things that he has created okay because at the end of the creation he looked at what he had created and he was happy he was amazed he was glad with what he has what he had done okay so what what he has created in this earth is for the fulfillment of man is for man to take charge and dominion is for man to feel comfortable you understand so the 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 topic or the title of the message death in the mandane should not be understood in the perspective that earthly things will destroy your earthly things will lead you to death no but then the main focus of this title of of this message is to make us understand okay it is to make us understand that um over dependence on earthly things or over involvement of the mundane of the things of the earth is what will lead you to death let me take that again the purpose of this title or this message what this message wants to convey is that over dependence on the mundane or the earthly things or over involvement okay over involvement in earthly things in the things of the world in the things of the world will lead you to destruction or will lead you to death maybe when we put it in the form earthly things you might not you might not really get what what i'm trying to see 
what i mean is if you put yourself so much into the things of the world if you put yourself so much into worldly things if you involve yourself so much in worldly things it will lead you to death and it will lead you to destruction let's not forget that christ said something it says that we are part of the we are we are in the world okay but we are not part of the world yes we are in the world but then we do not conform to the norms of the world we do not conform to what the world sees to be normal we are in the world but we are not part of it we are in the world but what we are not part of it what christ was conveying or what he was trying to say is that yes you are found in this world but then don't involve yourself in the things that are done by the world when he said the things that are done by the world he does not mean don't involve yourself in anything that is found in the world because going to the mall to buy food is not wrong going to your office to work is not wrong yes the world is doing it but when it goes to an extent where it is coming in between your relationship with God that is where the problem is if you um, going by the things of the world is coming in between your relationship with God that is where the problem is and it is not to say that fine you can do it but don't let it affect your relationship with God no is this you are in the world but you are not part of the world so my my um message is not to discriminate what the world is doing you can go to the you can shop you can go to your workplace you you can go like fend for yourself make yourself comfortable but don't get involved in worldly things such that it affects your relationship with god so that it truncates your relationship with god i hope i'm I'm making some sense yes don't engage in things that would uh, uh, affect your relationship with god don't engage in things that will affect your relationship with god okay now i would want i would want us to to take a few people in the scriptures and then we we focus on them to make more meaning to the message death in the mundane okay now let's take the story of job okay let's open our bibles to job one let's open our bibles to job one let's open our bibles to job one so 
let's read um Job one verses um nine going. Let's read Job one verses nine downwards. So and he says, Satan replied, Would Job worship you if he got nothing out of it? You have always protected him and his family and everything he, he owns. You bless everything he does and you have given him enough cattle to fill the whole country. But now suppose you take away everything he has, he will curse you to your face. Alright, the Lord said to Satan, everything he has is in your power, but you must not hurt Job himself. So Satan left. Then, um, okay, so the 13 makes us understand that Job lost his wealth, he lost his children, and his world came crashing. Okay, his world came crashing. But the story of Job, one lesson that we must learn from the story of Job, is that you see some of sometimes we read the scriptures, and um we don't seek to know the root of the scripture. We don't seek to know the foundation, what the scripture is trying to convey. Okay. Now, one thing that we can learn from the story of Job is that Job was not. A person who was so involved in mundane in the mundane things he was not someone who was so much involved in the earthly things from the story of job you you could realize that his main focus was Christ his main focus was Christ or let me say God his main focus was God His main focus was God. His mind was focused on God. So he did not have time to focus so much on the mundane things. Okay. So the Bible makes us understand that Job lost everything. Okay. Now, the 19, Job 1.19, was like Satan replied and he asked, Would Job worship you if he has got nothing out of it? Being Satan was trying to tell God that um, Job is focused on him because of uh, adorn- because of his adornments, because of his wealth, his riches, his family, and the protection that he has from God. That was Satan's conception, his perception about why Job was worshiping God. So his his mind was that his job is worshiping God because of the earthly things that he has had from worshiping God, and that if these earthly things are taken away, he would not worship God, but rather he would curse God in his face. But Job proved a point. Okay, Job proved a point that it is not about. 
the riches that he has it is not about his family it, it is not about the protection that god is giving him it is not about anything that is earthly he genuinely is serving god even if he does not gain anything from it he genuinely is serving god he did not put himself so much in what he had he did not put himself so much in the properties that he had acquired because if he had put himself so much in these things the moment he had lost them then satan's point would have been right that he will stop worshiping god and kill god in his face he would have broken down totally if he placed himself so much in the things of the world if he placed himself so much in the things of the world he would have lost his focus you see but at the end he lost everything he lost everything he lost everything but he losing everything did not shake his grounds in god he did not it did not shake his ground in christ because his main focus was on god his main focus was on god and because his main focus was on god and he did not move away from the things of god god gave him extra in hundred fools what he had lost that is why the scripture says that we should see first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything will be added unto us. Job's focus was on Christ. So even when he had lost everything, even when he had lost every single thing, his family, his wealth, even though he had lost these things, he was still seeking the kingdom of God and, it, and his righteousness. So even when he had lost them, he had it in abundance again because his main focus was on God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. Job's focus was not in the mundane. Job's focus was not in the mundane. His involvement was entirely in God. So he did not shake even though the adversities were too much but he trusted god his focus was on god so he did not withdraw himself from god he kept being faithful unto god even when he had lost everything see why you must not put yourself so much so much in the things of the world because if it gets to a point where you lose these things because you are involved in them when you lose these things you lose yourself when you lose these things you lose yourself when you lose these things you lose yourself you lose yourself as a person because your focus is on is on the earthly things your focus is on the earthly things you have neglected your priority which is god and you have kept your focus in riches in earthly things like anything that is related to the world that is where your focus is you have neglected your focus your priority which is god
people are not saying that earthly things are not good earthly things are good but don't get so much in earthly things where it truncates your relationship with god where it affects your relationship with god does it mean that if god does not bless you you will not serve him does it mean that if god does not uplift you in a certain area of your life you will not serve him no that should not be the purpose the goal should be christ and nothing but christ we should allow the word of god grow so much in us that it takes our attention of the word it takes our mind of the word and it keeps our focus on god jesus says something he, he said that all things will pass away all things will pass away but my word will remain the same all things will pass away but my word will remain the same it means that if you put your focus on earthly things if you if you 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 you, you fill yourself with earthly things and you neglect the kingdom of god and you neglect god you neglect your relationship with god you forget that there is somewhere you are going to and you keep your focus on these earthly things there will be a time all these things will pass away and because you have no roots in the word of god because you have no strong foundation in god when these things are passing away you would pass away with them because that is your foundation that is what has been built in you that is what has has grown in you so when these things are lost you also lose yourself when these things are passing away you also pass away but he says that his word remains his word will remain even though all things are passing but his word his word will remain it means that as all these things are passing away all these earthly riches they are passing away all these things are passing away but because your foundation or your stronghold is the word of god you don't lose your ground in christ because you are deep rooted in the word of god you don't lose your foundation you don't lose your grounds because the word of god has been planted strongly and so much in you so when all these earthly things are passing away you are still standing strong you are still looking on to god because you know he's the one who gave it to you and he has told you in his word that seek him first and all these things will be added unto you so if you are taken away you are not shaking because your focus is the word your focus is the kingdom your focus is god that in the mundane you should know that everything that is earthly anything that is worldly if you put yourself so much in it it will lead you to death it will lead you to death if you put yourself so much in it it will lead you to death and you know the devil is very smart he makes you look at it in a way that yes it is not wrong to have money it is not wrong to work for money so he puts that hunger in you to 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 make money he puts that hunger in you to make money 
and he makes you neglect the kingdom we call these things the errors of the wicked it is presented to you in a nice way in a way that you don't see anything wrong with it but it will lead you to that paul says that there is a path that seems right unto man but at the end will lead to that so he makes you the devil makes you look at it in a way that there is nothing wrong with it so you you are chasing after it you are chasing after it and you are neglecting the kingdom you see ecclesiastes makes us understand that all these things are vanity and all what we are chasing we are just chasing the wind it means it does not bring much profit to you like the kingdom of god brings much profit to you so you don't involve yourself so much in these things and neglect the kingdom you don't involve yourself so much in these things and you neglect the kingdom when the coming of the lord is is is, is due the way that has built that relationship that you have with God, the word that has sustained you in Christ and has kept you faithful is what will give you access into the kingdom. But then, if He comes and you are only filled with mundane things, then that is when you pass away, that is when you have eternal death, eternal damnation. But you will remain because of the word of God, meaning you would have that eternal life it says that he who believes in me will not perish but have everlasting life he who believes in the word will not perish but have everlasting life to believe in the word is to have to to allow it to have roots in you to allow it to to grow in you and sustain you and make you right with god says if you believe in the word you will not perish but you have everlasting life but if you don't believe in the word and you are filling yourself with mundane things that is when you would have eternal death now we find ourselves in churches where their main focus is preaching the prosperity gospel we are not saying it is wrong for you to preach prosperity gospel yes as a christian you are supposed to prosper because it is God that gives riches. So if you are serving that God, you are supposed to prosper. If you are serving that God diligently, if you are seeking his kingdom and his righteousness, then you are supposed to prosper. Yes, but then after prosperity, you know that there is a place you are going to that you must work towards and prepare towards. There is nothing wrong in having the world. There is nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with it. Because even if you want to propagate the gospel, you want to travel, you would need money to travel. You would need money. So, the earthly things, they are good. But then, let's use, the, let's use them to expand the kingdom. And let's, let's, let's not allow it rather tarnish or truncate our relationship or our purpose for the kingdom. Let the wealth that we acquire, the earthly things that we acquire, the mundane things that we acquire, let us use it to glorify God. Let us use it to spread the gospel. Let us use it to expand the kingdom. But we should not allow it to come in between our relationship with God and cause us to have eternal death and eternal domination.
let's let's allow the word of god to have root in us when you read matthew 13 it talks about the parable of the sower now jesus said that when the sower went and then he was sowing some seeds fell on rocky ground and some fell in tons okay and the interpretation that he gave for those that fell in tons is that they they receive the word and then the word begins to grow in them but then things of the world begin to compete with the word in their hearts and then they lose their grounds they lose their focus so the earthly things now come and then cloud their minds wealth comes to cloud their minds and they lose focus in the body of christ they lose their agenda they 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 move away from the main focus that is the kingdom and then they put themselves in earthly things and that is how some of us as christians are some of us as christians are the soil with the tones with earthly things clouding our minds that we lose our focus we cannot focus on god we cannot focus on god our our focus is money they, they come on let's reach a stage where we we we, we focus on christ to an extent that we don't bother about the money because he's the one that gives the money so if you are serving him rightly and diligently he would give it to you the bible says that he who cannot fend for his family is worse than an imbecile and a man that does not leave an uh, inheritance for his children is a foolish man it is good the money is good but don't let it choke the word of god in you don't let it crowd your mind don't let it cloud your mind and you lose your focus in god you would regret it you would regret it don't give the enemy the chance to say that it is because of the wealth that god has given you that is why you are selling so if you lose the wealth, it means you stop don't give the enemy that chance don't give the enemy that chance don't give the enemy that chance prove your point like job did stand your ground like job did definitely adversities are going to come adversities are going to come persecutions are going to come and these things are supposed to strengthen you and build you and and cause their word to grow in you but when these persecutions and adversities come and because you are filled with earthly things strongly with earthly things so you lose your ground you lose your focus you lose your focus i remember one time we were praying and the holy spirit ministered to me and told me that the spirit of mammon is going to descend on the church where men or christians would last after wealth will go and chase money more than the god they are serving more than the purpose of the kingdom men will go after money men will hunger after money and if you know that these things they cannot give you satisfaction you will not find satisfaction in wealth 
because the more you get it the more you would want more the more you get it the more you would want more the only satisfaction that you can find is in god that is the only satisfaction that you can find the only thing that can make you satisfied is when you dwell in the presence of god you see there's a place in your heart that is called eternity and it is only the eternal god that can dwell in that place in your heart and give you satisfaction if you put in your heart word, worldly things, they cannot give you satisfaction because these worldly things will pass away. They are not eternal, so they cannot satisfy you because they will pass away. They will pass away. Let me give you a perfect example. Those times, the money that they used, they used to spend, you cannot spend that money now because now the currency has changed. Now the currency has changed. So this should tell you that it will not be there forever. It would pass away. It would pass away. It would pass away. It will not be there forever. Sometimes the value will depreciate. Sometimes its value will go up. But the word of God remains the same. The value remains the same find refuge in the word of god and stop resorting to worldly things stop putting your don't resolve to worldly things find refuge in the word of god labor so much in the word of god work towards eternity the bible makes us understand that we should set our gaze on things that are not seen it means we should set our gaze on the heavenly not the earthly things because these earthly things would pass away they will not be there forever you came to meet it and definitely you will die and leave it or even if you don't die and then you are caught up with the rapture you would not go into the kingdom of god with your phone with the with with your your, your rule with your cars you will not go into the kingdom with it because already in the kingdom is deposited wealth heavenly wealth and that is where our gaze must be not on the earthly world that is where our gaze must be not on the earthly world a perfect example is also abraham and lot when abraham gave lot they, they go ahead to choose the land he wanted lot choose what was pleasant to their eye Okay, Lot choose what was pleasant to their eye. He, he, yeah, he, he, it's good. We are not seeing that his decision was wrong. It is good. But at the end of the day, you realize that it did not last for long. It means that your interest should not be there. It should not be in, in wealth. It should not be in pleasures of the earth. But Abraham listened to God and obeyed God. And now we are we are we are we are descendants of Abraham. We are also enjoying. So our focus should be God. Let's seek the kingdom of God first. Let's seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness. 
and all other things all other things means all other things money promotion upliftment influence all these things will be added on to you but then seek ye first the kingdom father let us let us not lose our focus let us not lose our focus let us guard our hearts with diligence so that we don't fall for such things the bible says that let he who thinks he stands take heed lest he falls it means that you anyone at all can be, be can deviate from the things of god but then you have to guard your heart with the word of god you have to guard your heart with the word of god let's find refuge in the word of god let's seek to understand the word of god because the bible says that by wisdom is the how the house built but by understanding is it established let's seek to understand the word so that it will find root in us the the the, the seeds that could not grow was because they did not find root they they did not have understanding in the word so they lost their their path they lost their ways they were they were clouded with everything so they lost their way because they did not find root they did not have understanding in the word let's not be like those people in the power of this world let's not be like those seeds let's find refuge in the word of god let's find refuge in the word of god and all other things shall be added unto us our ultimate goal should be the kingdom and nothing else please eyes and let's pray father in the mighty name of jesus we come before your throne we come before your presence we have come to understand that we should not let our focus be earthly things we should not get so much involved in the mundane things but in our focus should be on you that we should set our gates on the things that are not seen we are asking for your grace that we, we know that we cannot do it on our own until you come to our aid until you come to help us holy spirit we are asking for your grace we are asking for your strength that come and guide us, come and strengthen us and help us keep our focus on God. We have no power of our own, but we depend on you, O Holy Spirit. Help us to guide our hearts and our minds and cause our focus to be quiet and nothing else. We bless you and we glorify your holy name. This and many we ask through your son, Jesus Christ. We have prayed with thanksgiving and all the sins. In one accord shall say amen beloved have a blessed week and be fruitful in jesus name we pray amen